Do you feel overwhelmed by your circumstances? Are you trapped living each day in survival mode? Are you left feeling depleted and exhausted in everything you do, including your health journey? My mission is to help you break free from living this way and teach you how to grow strong from the inside out so that you can ditch the idea of measuring up to impossible standards and start enjoying the act of taking care of yourself instead of dreading it. Get ready to experience life-giving transformation through wellness, a 360-degree approach that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Discover how you can achieve lasting results that will carry you throughout your health journey. So, please join me as we discuss fitness, faith, and fearless living. I'm Jessica Coleman, and this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood. Hi, friend. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for being here today. I'm so excited to talk about today's topic, and that is how to have a healthy relationship with food and fitness, because I think that's such a hard thing to do, especially nowadays with social media. There's just so much information out there and so much images and just everything coming at us. So it's really tough to navigate, but I really hope that this podcast sets people free and gives you hope and encourages you because I really think that food and fitness should add to our lives and it should help us to thrive instead of putting us into a dark pit of despair and just dreading eating and just all the things. So we're really going to dive into the reasons that we can end up having unhealthy relationships with food and fitness and then how to overcome it and how to navigate that and really set ourselves up for success. Because like I said, it should help us to thrive. I want you to fall in love with food and fitness. So let's dive in. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the first place that I think it originates. And I believe that would be comparison because holy smokes, social media, internet, movies, everything. There's so much for us to compare ourselves with, especially image wise, like physical wise. Um, So many of us believe that we have to look a certain way. And it's just, it's a trap we get ourselves into. And I think we all know that it's not necessary, but comparison just, it creeps up on us. It's such a, it seems to be a natural thing to do, which I don't particularly know why, but it is something that has been happening since the beginning of age. There's a story in the Old Testament that talks about this, and it is the story of Rachel and Leah. And I'll give you a bit of a background in case you don't know the story, but basically they are two sisters And there's so much more to this story, by the way, but I'm going to shorten it. (laughs) But Rachel and Leah are sisters that had married Jacob. And one of them had, you know, really good looks. She was easy on the eyes. And the other sister was more so your homemaker. um, And she was able to bear children. And she was, they kind of each had something the other didn't. (laughs) And that's the thing, like 
so often our brains can be like, oh, well, if I'm this, I can't be this or this, you know, it it just gets all jumbled in the head. Anyway, these sisters got so caught up in comparing themselves to each other and how the other person was able to have the good looks and she couldn't, and the other sister could bear children and she couldn't, that they really ended up becoming miserable and they weren't getting they weren't producing fruit in their lives. They weren't thriving. They were literally caught in this pit of despair every day of their life. You could just see that they were struggling to live. And it wasn't until they finally realized to give thanks to the Lord for the things that they had, that finally, when they did that and they released that control, things started to prosper for them. And what what a testament to how that still happens in today's age. And it's becoming more and more. And I think that it's it's an inevitable thing, but it is something that we can work on. And it's something that we do need the tools to really overcome. So that's one of the things that I believe it can originate from. Another thing it can originate from is experiences that we had in our childhood. Uh, I know I know in my personal training program, they touched on this, that a lot of us can experience in our childhood acts of, you know, dieting and focusing a lot on weight and all of those things. And they can become programmed into us because that's what we witnessed in our life. And I think it's worth kind of rummaging through our past, as scary as that can be looking at roots and seeing where did this concept come from? Where did I start believing this? Where did all of these thoughts originate? And, you know, they may come up for you, they may not, but it's really interesting to say, okay, this is ingrained in me because this person said something about this, or maybe this person always restricted themselves or, judgment was always placed upon something and we can really get stuck in that. And if we can really understand and see that, I believe we can take it and turn it around and put it into perspective so that we can actually start to begin to change our perspectives on that. Because until you recognize what's actually being thought about and what you actually believe, you can't really change it. So I challenge you to look back and think, okay, where is this thought coming up? And then really figuring out how to make it truthful and changing it. And I remember listening to, um, she's a neuropsychologist, I believe it was. And she was talking about how the brain works. And really, if we have a belief in our head, it actually causes us to run on autopilot, So for example, if you believe that you cannot eat sweets, if maybe you were told as a younger kid that they would make you gain weight or even carbs, if you eat bread, you'll gain weight. If that becomes a belief in our head and we we hear it enough and we think it enough, we actually are on autopilot. I think the stat was something like 60 or no, even higher than that. Sorry. I think it was like 85 to 90% of our daily actions and thoughts are on autopilot. 
And that is such a testimony to why we create the things we create because we're really basing it off of things that we aren't taking the time to think about. We're just doing them. We're just believing them. So if we take the time to think about our thoughts, especially the the negative ones, where are they originating from? What, what, how can I change this? And realizing it takes time to rewire that thought. You need to hear or think that thought was it 40 times or like maybe even higher? I need to look back in my notes, but it is in, it's just astounding how many times you have to actively think that thought to rewire it. And that becomes your belief. So really trying to take those thoughts captive. The last thing I think that could possibly cause us to have an unhealthy relationship with food and fitness is our, our want for control. By that, I mean, for instance, I see it as something I struggle with is picking my skin. And I see it as almost a coping mechanism. So that can be something that we we think of with food and fitness. Maybe that's something that we can um, control and it can be a coping mechanism. Um, So for example, when I'm stressed or if I'm overwhelmed, I am so compelled to pick my skin because I feel like that's the one thing I can control. And I think that can happen with food and fitness too, is you know what? I feel stressed. I feel overwhelmed. I'm going to eat what I want. I don't care, whatever. Or, you know, or maybe the opposite. Oh, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to restrict. I'm going to be good. I'm not going to eat the sweets. I, I'm going to, you know, really trying to take control of something that feels out of your control. And uh, something that kind of goes along with this is I was also listening to a podcast um, and the lady had been talking about how she had struggled with an eating disorder in her younger years and she overcame it. And she said one of the things that she realized going through that eating disorder is and trying to get past it is realizing that when we try so hard to get to a place where we never struggle, that will keep us bound. And that really opened my eyes because first and foremost, if we think that we'll never be, we'll reach a point where we'll never be stressed or we'll never be overwhelmed or we'll never be able to, or that we'll never let life kind of get the best of us. If we think we're ever going to get to that point, it just, it's not a thing. Life has its challenges day-to-day basis. It's, we're never going to reach a point where just, that we're just sailing by in life. So we need to really think about what is going to be the thing that we overcome it with. So when we're faced with that thing that stresses us out, how are we going to handle it? And if you're prepared ahead of time, then you're, you're able to, you, you're not going to rely on those things that are negative or bring you down. But also that if we end up getting into those places where we rely on food, maybe, or we rely on the picking skin, or we rely on something that is going to help us cope, if we are trying so hard to erase that, so maybe it's, that unhealthy relationship with food, if we're trying so hard to get to that place of having that good relationship, it's going to keep us struggling because we're going to rely on our own strength 
And that is just going to cause us to continue to get beaten down because we're going to fail. And then as soon as we fail, we're going to beat ourselves up and get hard on ourselves and be upset and be like, we're never going to have the victory. And it's really going to put us in a bad place. And also realizing that the temptation will always be there. And you can definitely have victory. So you can definitely get to a place if you have an unhealthy relationship with food and fitness, you can definitely get to a place where you're good, but that temptation will probably continue to be there. And I think realizing that fact as well, because I think we can get down on ourselves when we're tempted to get back into the old habits that we had, but that's the thing. There will always be temptation that is in the Bible. It's a thing. (laughs) We're always going to be tempted. And it really comes down to laying our control down and handing it over and (laughs) taking our weaknesses each day to the Lord and depending on him for victory. And in each moment walking with him, she had mentioned that she actually had uh, bulimia and she had mentioned that she had decided in one moment that she wasn't going to do it. She was tempted, but she didn't do it in that moment. And she said, you know what, Lord, I have the strength maybe in this moment with you, but I don't know if I'll have the strength next time, but that's okay because I believe that you will help me through it. But even deciding in that moment and, and deciding if I'm going to say yes or no, those little baby steps are going to get you to a different place. You may think that it's small progress, that you have to cut cold turkey if you want to get victory, that it has to happen right away. But I think it's those little baby steps that are really going to help form and transform us. And really not being so hard on ourselves. (laughs) Because like I said, it's really about depending on the Lord for his strength. I am interrupting my own podcast episode to tell you about the fitness program that is going to change your wellness game. She's Strong is a fitness program that goes beyond the before and after pictures and focuses on feeling strong from the inside out. We use the Freedom to Fit framework so you can feel fit mind, body, and soul so that you can exude confidence and thrive in everything you do. In this program, we break down how to engage in fitness and nutrition without the diets and restrictions because who needs that extra stress in their life? Plus, we dive into resolving those self-sabotaging habits that seem so easy to get trapped into and affects our progress. Based in faith, we build up inner foundations that will empower you to press on through whatever it is you are called to do because you are made by God on purpose for a purpose. So let's get strong together and make fitness and food something you enjoy and that adds to your life instead of something you dread. Head to the link in the description box or go to my website and click the She's Strong program link. You aren't going to want to miss out on this opportunity to be part of a community of passionate and driven women who will push you to reach your goals. So tell me, are you ready to get the results you're looking for? I want to read you a Bible quotation or Bible scripture. It's Psalm 40 and it says, I waited. I waited for Yahweh. Then he stooped to me and heard my cry for help. 
He pulled me up from the seething chasm, from the mud of the mire. He set my feet on rock and made my footsteps firm. And to me, that verse tells me God is with us. He is going to help us fight the victory and he's going to give us the victory. So don't give up hope. Don't don't think that this is how it's going to be forever. And also don't rely on yourself for getting past it because it's, it's a hard thing. It's not easy to overcome those types of challenges. So ways that you can equip yourself and help yourself is diving into the word of God and praying and speaking goodness and truth over yourself. And in those moments of temptation, or maybe you did end up giving into that temptation in those moments, speak truth over yourself. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God is my rock and my salvation. It's it's really truly declaring your victory. It's speaking the truth because our tongue, our mouths, our words, and it says that in God's word, our words are powerful. They hold power. So let's speak truth over ourselves. Let's let's do that favor for ourselves because who better to do it than you? You know what you're going through. You know what you're facing. You know what you're up against. You can be the one to speak the truth over you. Yes, absolutely. Ask people to pray for you. Ask for support. But my goodness, you don't even know the power that you have. So speak truth over yourself. Dive into the word. Memorize verses that are going to give you that victory in that moment. I can truly say that my freedom in food and fitness came when I dove into my faith. And that is why it is such a a pillar for me in my teachings and in my wellness programs, because I truly believe the freedom starts there. And when you have a good relationship with the Lord and with yourself, it makes it a whole new ballgame. It really changes the setting And I noticed such a difference in the way that I looked at not only food and fitness, but everything in life. So I really encourage you to really searching inside of yourself. It really begins on the inside. On the inside, you're going to have your beliefs. You're going to have your values. You're going to have those things that drive you. And if you don't know what those are, it's going to be really hard for you to have that victory because Those are the things that are going to guide you. If we just try to try, 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 try harder, try harder, try harder, that might help us once in a while. But until we really get a good grasp on the internal reasons that we are doing things in our life, it's not going to help you as much. It really helps, especially with the health part of it, your health journey, to really focus on the good and the benefits and really understanding your whys. We had talked about that in the podcast episode with Carly, um, the one about uh, goal setting. And we talked about how really finding your why is going to help you get to the gym and really focus on your goals and help you actually attain them. Because if we don't have that drive in our life of what's important to us, it's just going to be a matter of pleasing what everyone else 
thinks is important. It wasn't until I really stepped into that understanding that I don't need other people's approval to feel loved, that I am loved. It's it's a fact. The creator of the universe made me. I am loved. Um, I'd also recommend Psalm 139 for that because that will help you to really understand. And really, I suggest meditating on that because that is going to give you what you're looking for. But when I stepped into that realization, I ended up having a really good relationship with food and fitness because I realized that it actually benefits me in ways aside from physical, that it doesn't hurt to have physical goals and to strive for something. But food and fitness goes way farther than that. It nourishes my body. It helps me to do the things I love to do, like run around with my my little son or, you know, go out with my family on a hike or (laughs) do farm work or being able to run my business (laughs) and do the things that I love. And it, really relieves stress and it is there's just so many good things that come along with it it improves my sleep and improves just everything and I feel good I think it takes time and it starts on the inside and I really challenge you however you want to work it even if faith isn't something you're into but really diving into what you believe on the inside and finding out how you can equip yourself with the tools you need to really overcome the things that are hard. I think another thing that's really important is to start trusting yourself because there are so many messages out there, um, several different diets, several different programs, several different things, including my own program, but really deciding and deciphering what is good and what's going to work for you. And And you're so much smarter than you give yourself credit for. You know what you need to do to be healthy and to get where you want to go and to achieve the goals you want to achieve. And food and fitness are actually, um, they're not complicated in any regard. It's, It's actually really a simple thing, not easy, not easy, but it's really a simple thing and simplifying it makes it much so much more enjoyable. And that's something that I really focus on in my wellness programs, my custom coaching, and also my She's Strong program is really simplifying and breaking things down and just really seeing it for what it is and not making it so overwhelming. And I think that's what's happening too, is there's so much noise in the world about, oh, this diet's the best, or this is the one you should do, or this is how you should do it. But really we should figure it out ourselves because only we know what's going to work for us. And I'm going to be real (laughs) honest here (laughs) because I feel like that's what I need to do. And I don't want to step on toes, but I feel like I just need to be honest. But in my mind, if If your goal, let's say, is weight loss and you want to go on, let's say, the keto diet, if you want to do it, that is totally your choice. And that's for no one to take away from you. However, I really want you to think about if that's going to be the right route for you with anything, because going on something like that is going to require something different than anything else. And you really need to think about, is that going to 
what's that going to do to me inside? What is that going to do to my mental health? What is that going to do to my physical health? What is that going to do to me long-term? So really explore that. I, I really do say everyone is free to do whatever they think is right, especially in health and wellness. I teach a specific way, but if it doesn't work for you, I totally get it. But do something that is going to set you free and make you thrive. If you go on this keto diet and I'm using keto specifically, but I mean, there's how many different ones, but if you go on this keto diet, is it going to help you thrive? Is it going to keep you happy and feeling good? Or is it going to feel, make you feel trapped and exhausted and in chains almost because you have to follow a certain food pattern? So think about those things. And I do believe that if you do make the decisions based on what's it going to do for you mentally, physically, and spiritually, you're going to go in a good direction. But if it's if it's focused based just solely on physical, it's going to keep destructing your relationship with food and fitness. I have found that when I truly focus on how I'm feeling and how it's going to help me grow and thrive, that is what causes me to have a healthy relationship with food and fitness because it makes me feel healthy. It makes me feel good and it's going to result in good. So I hope that makes sense. And I really hope that this helped you guys. And I just kind of want to sum everything up because there was a lot of information there. Um, And I just, I want to give you some key takeaways. And the three I think that are really important is number one, really find out what is causing the things that you're thinking about with food and fitness or really anything in general, what is causing those thoughts? Where's the root coming from? Number two, leaning on the Lord and not depending on your own strength, because my goodness, that is hard. (laughs) And he is so abundant and so powerful and so loving, and he will lift you up. There is a song, he will lift you up on eagle's wings. He will help you to fly. And then number three, also focusing on the benefits and really making decisions based on what's going to help you thrive mind, body, and soul, not just physically focused, because that is what's going to bring you to the side that's going to make you feel good and healthy and happy in your food and fitness relationship. So I hope that this helped you guys today. If you have any questions, feel free to throw them at me. I love to dive into conversation about this. If I left anything out, let me know if you have any questions, concerns, anything. And yeah, I hope that you guys are having a good day and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that what we talked about encouraged you. I'm so glad you're here and always know that I'm cheering you on. Want more resources? Visit my website, www.faithfullyfitmotherhoodandwellnessinc.mykajabi.com or contact me anytime on Instagram at jess.coleman. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, please screenshot this episode and share it on your social media so that we can continue to spread the mission of living in the abundance God has intended for us. We are here to serve and lead each other to Christ. So let's set this world on fire with God's love. Be blessed, friend. Until next time, this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood.